Hello, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Here we are with season two and the Red Book of Stories. Our first story, it's called The Introduction, but it's a little bit of a story in itself. Mr. L finds this nefarious red book of stories on his desk, and he is not happy about it. Anyway, uh, we will get right into the story. Just a little reminder to stick around. After the story, we have a character from the stories will be on, and we will be making a special announcement regarding season two. Very exciting. So without further ado, here is the introduction to the red book of stories. Mr. L sat at his desk and tried to focus. His fifth grade students shifted in their seats and scribbled answers. Math tests normally allowed Mr. L 10 solid minutes of productive peace and quiet, but not today. Today, there was no peace. Mr. L only thought of one thing. Beside his gradebook lay an ominous rectangular package. It had arrived before class, along with the latest bill for his ongoing legal battle against the author of the Blue Book of Stories. Mr. L swallowed. Written on the package was this same author's name. His fingers twitched. He had to see. His heart thudded as, without sound, he lifted the package and slowly opened the top. Peeking inside, he saw pages, a glimpse of red, and... Charlie cleared his throat. Ahem! Mr. L jumped and shoved the package into his desk. Yes? he asked. I'm done, sir, said Charlie. May I read a book? Of course, mumbled Mr. L. Charlie deposited his test and returned to his seat. Mr. L stood, exhaled, and glanced around the room. Leo and Timmy crouched over their papers, racing to finish second. Jake was slumped on his elbow, staring at his pencil. Porge bit his fingers and looked worried. Greg bobbed his head while he wrote answers, as if bopping to dance music only he could hear. Jeffrey was smacking his forehead and whispering something about prime numbers. Albert was asleep and gently snoring. Mr. L moved to the front of the room, tapping Albert's desk as he did so. Albert snorted, saw the half-completed test on his desk, then groaned. He reluctantly picked up his pencil. As Mr. L paced the classroom with his hands behind his back, He tried to process what he'd just seen. Could this really be a second volume? Didn't that sad little man have anything better to do? How many ridiculous stories can one person possibly write? And who would even read them? Mr. L caught himself. He knew who would read them. Months after banning the blue book of stories from his classroom, he still found copies hidden in cubbies, or tucked beneath folders, or smuggled inside lunchboxes. He'd even found one wedged behind the toilet in the bathroom with the inscription, For People Going Number Two. Then, under that indifferent handwriting, Long Live Earthworm Sally. Mr. L had confiscated more copies of the Blue Book of Stories than he had students in his classroom. Not even his strongly worded nine-paragraph email to parents, warning of the book's corruptive power, had stamped out his popularity. To Mr. L's horror... Some parents even responded that, with all due respect, they saw nothing wrong with the stories. They went so far as to say they found them funny. His students didn't help. Leo and Timmy committed the stories to memory, then entertained crowds at break with dramatic reenactments. 
Timmy played the students and Leo played the teacher. Mr. L did not find Leo's impression funny or accurate in the least. Jeffrey ordered 16 copies and had them framed, then gave them as Christmas gifts to relatives and homeless people. Greg bragged about how his name was in the book exactly 283 times and how he often got stopped on the street by strangers asking for selfies. Borge, who had taken a sharpie and crossed out all references to his alleged fatness, declared that even though he was grossly misrepresented, the stories were good because they accurately portrayed Greg's lack of intelligence. Charlie ranked the Blue Book of Stories as number 16 on the list of best books he'd read that year, directly above The Sound and the Fury, and right behind A Tale of Two Cities. Jake bought a signed author copy, which he allowed the other boys to touch for a small fee. This was taken away by Mr. L, but then Jake wrote to the author and five more signed copies appeared in the mail. Not only that, Mr. L also received his own signed copy free of charge. It was unceremoniously dumped in the trash. Even Albert admitted to reading the whole book. And now there was this package. Mr. L needed to make sure not a single student found out about this next volume. Then a terrible thought struck him. What if they already knew? He glared around the desks, searching for any hint of red. Was he paranoid? No, he had to make sure. He needed to know exactly what they knew. And there was one boy he trusted to tell him. Next break, Mr. L went to find Jeffrey. Uh, yes, Mr. L, said Jeffrey. He was curled in the hollow of a branch on his favorite tree, trying to make a whistle by blowing through a blade of grass. Jeffrey, I have a question for you, said Mr. L. Uh, hang on, said Jeffrey, blowing hard. No sound came. Jeffrey, it's serious, said Mr. L. Okay, wait, said Jeffrey. This is super cool. Ready? He puffed his cheeks and blew even harder. Bits of spit shot through his thumbs as he made a sound like a deflating balloon. Eh, maybe it's broken, he said. Let me try again. And Jeffrey, Mr. L interrupted, losing patience. I have to ask you something now. Jeffrey dropped the grass. Uh, yes, sir? Mr. L paused, looked at his student, checked over his shoulder, then whispered. What do you know about the red book of stories? I'm sorry? The red book, Mr. L said louder, of stories. Jeffrey blinked. Then, recognition spread over his face. Wait, <gasps> no, he said with a gasp. You mean, like, a sequel to the Blue Book of Stories? Um, said Mr. L. He suddenly realized his error. Jeffrey's knees shook. In fact, his entire body shook. He was too excited. Oh, my, th th there's more stories? More? Jeffrey was breathless. Am I in it again? Never mind. Mr. L walked away and tried to remain calm. Jeffrey jumped down from the tree and sprinted over to his friends, waving his arms. Mr. L heard shouts of, Is it true? And, My mom's gonna buy it tonight! He pretended not to notice. Walking quicker, he made for his room and locked the door behind him. This was madness. He couldn't stand it. He ripped the package open. In a shaking hand, Mr. L held the Red Book of Stories. He squinted at its blank red cover with its small yellow logo. Then he heard banging on the window and quickly shoved the book behind his back. I told everyone, Mr. L, Jeffrey screamed, his face pressed against the glass. Thanks for letting me know. Woohoo, more stories. I'm famous. He ran off, proclaiming the news for all to hear.
Mr. L snapped the shade shut. Then, cautiously, he opened to the title page. There, in slanted black scrawl, he saw this message. Dear Mr. L, I hope you enjoy the second volume of stories more than you enjoyed the first. Perhaps it will encourage you to renounce your lawsuit and stop harassing me with lawyers. I believe there is much here to make you smile, should you allow yourself that luxury. Please know of my immense respect for your daily efforts to educate our youth. Remember, I, too, was once a teacher. Humbly, Tom Longano. P.S. Give the boys my best, especially Jeffrey. P.P.S. Tell him I enjoy fan mail as much as any other author, but a letter a day is a tad excessive. Maybe he should find a hobby. Mr. L took a deep breath. Then, feeling his cheeks burn as red as the book's cover, he turned the page and began to read. All right, so a little bit of a shorter story for today, but hopefully um, a bit of a teaser for what is to come with all these awesome stories from the Red Book of Stories that we will be reading. Uh, Right now on the podcast, I have someone who has been here before, and he's not actually in this story, but he's in a couple of the later stories in Red Book of Stories, maybe not so much the earlier ones, so I thought I'd have him on now. And sitting across from me is Porge. Say hi to everyone, Porge. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Porge. Been on the podcast before. Y'all know me pretty well. You know I'm not fat, uh, and you know that I'm excited to be here. Okay, that's great. Uh, thanks for coming in, Porge. Um, and I, I heard the I, I heard the 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 one away stories, uh, and I, I do want to say that I was disappointed that again fatness was mentioned, uh, but I did think that the stories, uh, like like I like I said in the introduction to to the Wed Book of Stories, the stories do accurately. Uh, accurately show how 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 dumb how dumb Greg is like as a person, and I think that the Green Book of Stories, the running away stories, they 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 really show that too. Okay, Porridge, I don't think it's um it's not really a nice thing to say. Well, you said it in your story that that you know. Well, I said it in my story because I was quoting something that you said about Greg's intelligence. Uh, but you know, Greg's you know we're not let's let's not talk about Greg's intelligence. I don't think that's a very nice thing to say about about a classmate of you. I'm just I mean it's not nice, but it's true. Okay, that's not a good excuse for saying so. We're gonna we're gonna gloss over that. I'm sorry, Greg. There's a lot to go over. Uh, we have exciting stuff about the Greek Book of Stories. I actually just got a text message. This is this is kind of random, but I got a text message from a teacher who sent me a video of his students reading the Red Book of Stories on a bus. And it was a really cool video. So shout out to Nick Connolly from uh, Mr. Willard's class. Your voices for the stories were excellent. If you're listening to this, good job. Yeah, uh, good job, Nick. Oh, you didn't hear it, Porch. Yeah, well, if he's reading, reading the stories, I bet he's doing a good job. Okay, well, good. So anyway, um... This kind of leads nicely into the announcement. So there's been a lot of excitement. A lot of people are asking me, like, when is the Green Book of Stories coming out? When when can I read it? Uh, and so I thought we would do a fun giveaway contest. Whoa. Whoa. Like uh, like something for free? Yeah, Porch. Something for free. Okay, what do we get? Like a video game? No, uh, not a video game. Oh, okay. Like money or something? No, it's not going to be money. Oh. Well, not like, like a bicycle? 
Uh, what, what are you giving away? Well, I'm actually, this is really exciting. I'm going to give away uh, copies of the Green Book of Stories. Oh, 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 like a book. Yeah, yeah, book. Um, and that's exciting because, they, what, okay, uh, Mr. Ty, you want to get people excited about something. No one's going to get excited about a book. Well, I think, you know, Porge, if people are listening to this podcast, they are excited about books because they've liked the stories of the red and blue books of stories. And so they're probably excited for the green book, too. OK, I mean, you're excited for the green book, aren't you? Well, I, I, I'm like excited, but I don't know, like I'm not going to I'm not going to like be like, oh, I, I, I want a book real bad. Well, OK, the, but the exciting thing about this is I am giving away free copies of the green book of stories uh, before it's released what what does that mean well that means that um every author when you're publishing a book you get sample copies right and the samples go out to readers before it's actually published so my idea was i'm going to give away um a couple sample copies to winners of the boy stories contest so that they can read the green book of stories before anyone else and I'll sign them and uh, it could be, at you know, not only will they be able to read them, it'll be kind of a cool like collector's item too. A collector's item for what? For like when you're famous someday? Yeah, yeah. For for maybe maybe for when I'm famous someday. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you seem a little bit skeptical. Well, I, I don't know. I just feel like if you want to get people excited, don't be talking about like giving them a book or something. Like, I don't know, give them like a new video game. Well, I feel like, you know, this is like a special thing. Like, you can read the stories before anyone... Okay, Porch, don't you want to read these stories before anyone else? Think about reading them before your friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would... If if I if I could read the stories before, before like, Greg reads them, or even, like, Leo or Timmy, that would be... That would be good. Yeah, I would, I would want that. Well, then you should enter the contest. Okay, well, is it hard? Do I have to do a lot of things? Do I have to, like, write something? No, you don't have to write anything. Well, I mean, it's, it's not a lot. Oh, great. I have to, I got to write. I, I don't want to enter a stupid contest. I don't even want to read the stories that badly. Well, I just want to make sure, like, I know what's in them so that, like, when people, when people, like, make fun of me about stories, I, like, I can be like, no, it's not true. It, it, or, 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 or if I, if I read, like, what Greg does in the stories, that I could go make fun of him about them before he's even read them. <laughs> and he'll, he'll, and then he'd be like, wait, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, it's in the stories. <laughs> and he wouldn't have read them. <laughs> okay, well, that doesn't seem very nice, but um, I suppose you could do that. Here, here are the ways to enter the contest. And this goes for everyone, not just Porch. This goes for everyone listening to the voice stories. Now, the first way to enter the contest is to send a voice message through the Anchor app or an email through tomlangano.com, right, to uh, me at voice stories asking the characters a question for the interviews. Now, I asked this last week and I got a couple questions, but I think we would get a lot more questions. And for every question that I get for a character, I will enter. I will give you one entry in the contest to get the free samples of the Green Book of Stories. Okay? All right. Can you... So so I go to your website. Yeah. The TomLongano.com. Okay. And I uh, I go... I, I do what? You, you open up the contact page and there'll be like a little form. I don't want to fill out a form. No, it, it's not a bad form. It's just... It'll say like write your name and then you can write your question. So I could, I could be like... Uh, Greg, why, why, why are you so dumb? Yeah, but I, I wouldn't ask that question on the podcast. That's not a good podcast question to ask. 
Why not? It's something I want to know. No, it's not. It's poor. How would you like that? If you came on the podcast and you were excited to come on the podcast and I said, some boy asked you why you're dumb. Well, I would say that boy has a lot of mental issues. Okay. Well, maybe someone would say that about you then if you asked that to Greg. Are you saying I have mental issues? No, I'm not saying that. I'm, I just, it's, it's, okay, so there's this thing called empathy, where you put yourself in someone else's shoes and you say like, oh, like, would I do that thing to that person? Because if I were in their shoes, I wouldn't like it. Are, are you, Are you have kind of a dazed look at, I have no idea what you are talking about. Uh, I, sorry, I just, okay, so never mind. Go go on the website and you would ask uh, a, a question about the stories or a question about the characters' lives and please make it appropriate. Um, and that will get you one, that's one way to enter the contest. And you can do multiple entries, okay? Okay, so I could, I could like, I could like write, write you a question every single day and get like 200 entries. Well, no, I, no, I, there, there, there is a limit. Okay, what's the limit? Well, we'll just, you know, use your common sense. Well, I, I, sorry, Porch, were you just about to say you don't have common sense? No, I, well, I, you know, common sense is a term that's thrown around a lot these days. And okay, moving on. Um, so that's one way of entering. The other way to enter is if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You leave a review, Apple Podcasts of voice stories. Um, no matter what, anytime from now on, that review will qualify you to be entered in the contest. Okay. Uh, okay. Does it have to be a five-star review? Um, well, I hope if you like, if you like the podcast, then you should probably leave a five-star review. Like what? Sorry, Porge, what, how many stars would you leave? Well, I don't know. I'd probably like, can you review individual episodes? No, you can't review it. You'd review the whole show. Like the, oh, okay. I mean, I would give myself, like my episodes, like five stars, but like, I don't know, like the ones where you interview Greg, I'd probably give that like two stars, maybe like one. Some of the Jeffrey ones are okay, except he cries a lot. Uh, so I'd probably do like three or four stars for that. But like the ones you interview me, I'd do five stars. Most of the Leo ones, probably five stars. Um, does that, I, it, is there a way you can, you can separate the episode? Okay, never mind. So yeah, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Doesn't doesn't matter what the review is. Uh, I will I will see the names of the people who do the reviews from the point that this episode is published, and you will be entered in the contest. Now, when I draw the winner of the contest, I'll announce it on the podcast, so I can say like, "Oh, the reviewer whose name was what about whose name was Porch? The reviewer whose name was Porch. Okay, well, I'd say the reviewer's name was Porch. That's me. Okay, yep, that's you. Uh, and then I would say like, please email me, and then we'll work out. Uh, address, blah, 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 all that sort of thing. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, you want people's address? Well, so I can send them the books. Yeah, but that's creepy. I'm not going to give you my address. Well, if you win some, if you win a contest, normally you give out your address so that you can get the prize from the contest. If I had a choice of having a book and you have my address or you not have my address and no book, I would, I would a hundred percent say, say, uh, you do not have my address and, and no book. All right. Do you, do you not trust me with your address? I don't trust anyone with my address. I don't give it away to anyone. No one at all gets to know where I live. Oh, you seem to be a surprisingly private person. I have, uh, I, yeah, I, you could say I was a private person. 
Well, you know, if you, if, you, if you wouldn't give me the address, then I couldn't send you the sample of the Green Book of Stories. Then you couldn't read it uh, before Greg and then, and then, you know, laugh at him for the story season. So you're saying that I can make fun of Greg if I want to. That's not what I said. That's exactly what you said. Okay, well, let's move on. Third way to enter the contest um, is to leave a review on the Amazon page. So on the Amazon page of Blue Book and Red Book of Stories, you can leave a review. And if you leave a review from the time that this podcast is published and you mention the Boy Stories podcast in your Amazon review, you will be entered to win the free sample of the Green Book of Stories. Okay. So that's three different ways. You know, I've read some of Amazon reviews and there was like one or two that was like, uh, they didn't like the book because they thought they were like bad for kids. I, well, I'm aware of that. I think, you know, anytime you make anything, sometimes people are going to like it a lot. Sometimes people aren't going to, I just think, you know, maybe, you know, that's a, that's a point to consider for when you you write your next book is that, you know, some people don't like them. Well, if I, if I, you know, a, a lot of people do like them. They're, the re- reviews are overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, but you know, there are some negative ones. Just, uh, just saying. Well, thank you, Porch. Okay, that overwhelmingly positive. Some negative, overwhelmingly positive. Anyway, well, this is a chance to people give more positive reviews, right? Um, oh yeah. Th- so if if I theoretically, if I leave, uh, I don't know. Let's say I leave like a two-star review on Amazon. And I say, Porridge is great. Uh, the, the Greg story is skippable. Uh, but the Porridge ones are great. Uh, the, and by the way, there's a podcast. Do I get entered in the contest? Uh, yeah. I mean, the whole point of the, you know, I, I would appreciate it if it was like a four or five-star review. Well, I just, I think you should want your fans to be honest. That's all. Yeah, but I mean, that's not a very, the, and, and the whole point of mentioning the podcast in the review is, is like helping Amazon readers to find the podcast too. So they say like, you know, there's a great podcast or like, I want to listen to the, you should all listen to the podcast. No, no, no. I just say that that happens to, there is a, a podcast exists for these stories that, that is a podcast. And by the way, a couple of the episodes are Okay. That's my that's my review. Two stars. Do I get entered in the contest? Yeah. Uh, no. You know what? No. You wouldn't get entered in the contest. I would not accept that as an entry. Well, that seems a little bit arbitrary. No. You know what? That's just I, it's my contest, so I can choose those rules. And I don't think that that would be a good enough review to enter you in the contest. Well, okay then. I mean, here I am going out of my day to to write something about about your your books. I'm, I'm going. I'm, looking online for the website and I'm taking time to craft a you know thoughtful response to to, to this and you don't even want to enter me in, in your contest which by the way all I get is more books okay whatever I just okay, can you be a little bit more positive about this I thought that we were gonna get excited about it it's like an, I'm excited about it. I thought you'd be excited Ah, uh, I don't know. I just I don't get excited about a lot of I don't really get excited about anything. I just think this is a lot to ask. It's not a lot to ask to say like if you like something to leave reviews, right? Well, you know, people are busy. What okay, what are you doing that makes you so busy that you can't take like 2 minutes to go onto Amazon, give it a nice review and tell people to listen to the podcast? Oh. Hey, you you want it understand the amount of homework that I deal with on a day-to-day basis, Mr. Tom. 
I, I would imagine that you don't deal with that much homework. Are you kidding? I had to read a whole chapter of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe last week. A whole chapter. And I only had a week. The, the chapter is probably like 10 pages. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. So, so you literally spent a whole week reading, reading 10 pages? No, I had so much other stuff. to. I had to do like 20 problems of math. Uh, I had to, I had to do some sort of a thing about parts of speech. I don't even know what a part of a speech is. And I, you know, the the predicate nominative, predicate, I, predicate nominative. I explain that for me, okay? Explain that for me, and then tell me that I have a non-stressful life. Explain the predicate nominative. Uh, no, I'm not gonna. This isn't a grammar lesson. I well, you know what? That's what I have to do. I have to go home. I have to take my books out of my bag. I have to take my pencil out, and I have to do these type of things. I, this is this is the kind of stuff I'm dealing with on a day to day basis, Mister Tom. And you want me to go on Amazon and 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 concoct some sort of words to describe your book for for complete strangers? And, and, and all I get out of that is another book? Okay, that, thank you. It, you can calm down. Poor just, you can't see this, but poor just face is getting a little bit red right now. I, you clearly worked up. Don't say I'm worked up. I'm not worked up. I'm just, I'm just trying to express to you what my life is like as a 10-year-old boy. Okay, I, I can see you, you have a lot of stressful things. And then I have a birthday party to go to this weekend, and I have a soccer game. And I have baseball practice. I mean, it goes on. The list goes on. The list goes How am I supposed to fit in my two and a half hours of Fortnite each night if I have all this other stuff to do? You answer me that. You answer me that. How do I... Okay, no, that's not... Wait, two and a half... Two hours... How, how much time do you spend playing Fortnite? Look, I have... I have to maintain a certain amount of status amongst my peers. And that... That takes a lot of practice. Okay, we're not going to talk about video games. Video games are a very important part of my... Okay, no, we're not talking about video games. Um, I think video games are fun, right? That's okay, but it shouldn't be a priority. I mean, if, if you're getting stressed out because you're trying to set aside two hours to play a video game each night, maybe it's time to question your priorities. Question my priorities? You, you, don't, you don't think that I am prioritizing the white things in my life? It's my life, Mr. Tom. You can't tell me what to do. No one can tell me what to do. Okay, that's admirable. Except my mom. Okay, and my dad. All right, and Mr. L. Okay, so your so your teachers, your parents, and other adult figures like my baseball coach. Okay, but not you. Uh, not not me. Yeah, what do you? All you do is you have a podcast and you write books. Why are you going to tell me what to do? Hey, you know that's. I I have authority. I'm an adult. Let's let's move on. Just you know, I'm just being practical. I'm a practical guy. All right. I have very practical needs and very practical thoughts. Um, and I just think it's a, it's a, you know, that I can do it. I'll do it for you. I'll leave a review, but you know, it's hard. It's hard for me to do this, but I'll do it because you know, I, I respect you and I thank you for writing your books. All right. Well, thank you, Porch. I uh, appreciate that. Just to just to kind of conclude, uh, the contest is going to go on for a couple weeks um, throughout season two. I'll probably be talking more about it, um, but especially if you would like to send in questions to the characters or voice messages via the Anchor app, then do that soon so that I can start asking the uh, characters that are coming on. I will tell you, I have Jeffrey coming on next week, and he is really excited to come on. And is he going to cry? 
No, I, I don't think because every time he comes on, honestly, Mr. Tom, he starts crying. No, okay, he's probably not going to cry. Um, no promises. But uh, if you have questions for Jeffrey, this week would be a good time to ask. I know he's really excited about a lot of the reviews he's been getting on the Apple podcast. Yeah, you know what? I saw that. Interesting. I saw a lot of people mention Jeffrey in the reviews. Not a lot of people mention Porch. I would like reviews to mention Porch. That would be nice. Well, you know, maybe you should do something worth mentioning. Wow. That was not very nice. Okay, Porch, it's, you know, I'm sorry. I just... Oh. oh, you're not crying, are you? No, I'm not crying. I'm just, I'm just kind of quiet for a second. That's all. That's all. I'm just kind of quiet. I just, I don't cry. I never cry. Cause you were just making fun of Jeffrey for, for crying on the podcast. So, <laughs> I hope you're not crying. Oh no, you know, I'm not crying at all. I'm not crying. I'm not fat. Okay. No, I never said you're fat. Well, I, yeah, you did. Like other times. Like not this time, but other times. All right, are we are we done yet? Are we are we through? Because I have to. I have a lot of stuff to do. You have to go play, go play more video games. Yeah, well, that and other things. Okay, I gotta eat dinner. Uh, but you know what? That's a full afternoon because tomorrow I have school again, and it's just it goes on and on. It's not easy. Yeah, it's uh, it's really not easy being you, is it, Porch? No, it's very hot, very hot. Now I gotta go on Amazon, leave some stupid review for. Uh, okay, never mind. You don't have to do that. The they, you know, uh, some people I think will be very excited to do this because they're excited to read the sample of the Green Book of Stories. I'd like to meet those people. Okay, enough. Uh, you are not being very polite, but that's okay. This is just porridge being porridge. So thank you for coming on. Is there anything that you want to tell people? Uh, anything you want to tell the listeners before we move on um, to the end of the podcast and in anticipation for the rest of the Red Book of Stories? Well, uh, you already know I'm not fat, so that's okay. That's done with. Uh, you know I have a lot of stresses in my life. Um, okay. And, uh, nah, well... It would be nice to get a little bit more recognition, okay? I think a lot of people talk about Jeffrey. A lot of people talk about Leo. Some people, shockingly, talk about Greg. Not a lot of people talk about Porch, okay? Not a lot of people talk about Porch. I have feelings. I have emotions. It would be nice to be talked about sometimes, okay? That's all. I think a lot of people talk. I mean, you're in a lot of stories. Some people like you as, the as you know, one of the characters. Anyone... I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, I've never read it. I read some of the reviews. Um, I've never read it. haven't heard it. That Porge is the favorite character. No one thinks, how come I'm no one's favorite? Well, um, I, I don't know. I just, I, I try really hard. I mean, I'm here. I'm talking to you, right? I, I set aside time out of my very busy schedule so that I could come and then no one says I'm their favorite? I don't know. It's a little bit disappointing. Okay, well, you know, maybe people will find <laughs> after this very illuminating uh, special interview that you're now their favorite character. You know what? That would be nice. That would, that would be nice. Okay, good. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production written and performed by the author Tom Longano. The Red Book of Stories and the Blue Book of Stories are available on Amazon.com. You can also get signed author copies on TomLongano.com. This podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin, and 
If you like the podcast, please do leave a rating and a review, whether on the Apple Podcast site or if you like the stories, you can leave a rating and a review on Amazon. We read all the reviews and uh, we really, really appreciate them. Uh, please do share with friends as well. And if you have any questions uh, for Tom Langano or any of the characters and you'd like your question to be featured on a podcast, uh, you can email Tom Langano through the contact portal on TomLangano.com. You can also record a voice message on Anchor and then you will get your voice on the podcast. Very exciting. Thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun for us and we hope it is just as much fun for you. See you next time.